This is Monday Mindset, episode 78, six tips to own your morning and elevate your life. Self-discipline is my best friend, part two. Aloha, my name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, Let's enjoy the journey together. Eleo to my friends in Nigeria. Hello, everyone else. Welcome to Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors. Last week, we talked about how self-discipline is really like our best friend. It is that thing that is going to cheer us on, that we can count on, that's got our back. And we talked last week about four different stages that James Clear talks about in his book, Atomic Habits, okay? And one of those things is having that accountability buddy or having that thing that helps you feel like this is fun and enjoyable in the moment that brings you kind of that satisfaction in doing it in the now. Um, A lot of times healthy habits have delayed gratification, right? So I was just thinking before I jump into owning your morning and elevating your life, I want to be your accountability buddy, okay? Are you starting to see how self-discipline can be like your best friend and not a punishment? Have you taken the time to take note? That was stage one, right? Noticing who you are today and get clearer on who you want to become. Because we learned last week, it's not that you don't have self-discipline or that you're weak. It's just you haven't taken the time. I haven't taken the time, right? We haven't taken the time to become clear with what we actually want in our lives and who we want to be. Did you try out that failure pre-mortem exercise I mentioned last week to see what could prevent you from making the changes that you want to in your life? I actually did this exercise with my family last week, and I would say it took us about 30 minutes. You really want to set aside at least 30 minutes to get into it and think through it. It was so interesting to really run through what obstacles and distractions might arise, and then to come up with a plan for if this happens, then I will do that. It was extremely insightful and empowering for my teens to do this exercise, And I love how it helps you become more specific in the doing stage. Oh, this is what I need to do. This is how I need to show up. Okay. Have you set up your environment to make your choices easier? Remember, we want to grab the things that are right in front of us. So are you putting the things right in front of you that are supporting your healthy habits that you want to incorporate into your life? Have you been doing the things, you know, have you been repeating the small habits? It's okay if you haven't. Let's try again. Let's do it this week. Have you taken the time to get the support that you need to get creative so that you can focus on enjoying these changes in the present moment and really stick with it? So maybe if you look back, you're like, oh, I haven't done the things. I didn't. Maybe it's because you haven't given yourself enough support to be successful. There's a Chinese proverb that goes like this. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So it's not like you've missed the opportunity, missed the boat. Start today. 
start today. Whether you have started casting in your daily vote to elect who you want to become or not, today's episode is going to give you the perfect place to start making those small changes. Okay, it all begins in the beginning with your morning routine. Jim Ron once said, either you run the day or the day runs you. Every day you start your morning intentionally, you are choosing how you want your day to run instead of letting the day run you, letting everyone else make those decisions for you. Robin S. Sharma once said, own your morning, elevate your life. Okay, so whether you live alone with a roommate, have young kids or a house full of people, I'm going to give you six tips everyone can use to create a morning routine that's going to help you own your morning and own your day, right? And elevate your life. There are so many research studies done that show having a morning routine brings a plethora of benefits to thriving in life. Benefits like increasing your productivity, helping boost your energy, improving your relationships, and combating forgetfulness. You do not have to be, quote, a morning person to have a morning routine. I mean, honestly, how many people really are morning people? (laughs) Okay. Nor does your routine have to look like anyone else's. In fact, tip number one is tailor fit your routine to yourself. Get in tune with what you need to start the morning out, how you want it to go. Everyone listening in today is different. We have different personalities, different energy speeds, different dynamics in our living spaces. So trying to follow a prescribed one-size-fits-all schedule, just it doesn't make any sense. For example, many yogis like to get up and meditate first thing in the morning. I have tried doing this so many times. And it just, it doesn't work for me. I tend to doze off. I feel less energized. I want to go back to sleep and crawl back into bed instead of feeling invigorated and ready for the day. Some people like to ease into their morning by reading and drinking a cup of coffee or staying in the shower for a long time or just easing into the morning. That doesn't work for me either right? So figure out what works for you. Some people like Tony Robbins like to jolt themselves awake by jumping into a cold plunge pool or taking a freezing cold shower. Some people like Tim Draper like to play basketball with friends first thing, engaging with other people first thing to help energize them. Some people like to take a walk for themselves or with someone else or with their dog. Some, like Muhammad Ali, start their morning off by reading empowering affirmations or perhaps inspirational words like scripture. Some people, like Toni Morrison, feel strongly about getting up before the rest of the house does. Toni believed that she became such a great writer because, quote, she got up every morning to write before she heard the word mom. She got up every morning to write before she had anyone else making demands on her time. What kind of habits should you personally be doing every morning? I want you to ask yourself four questions to help you tailor fit your morning routine to you. Number one, 
what is important to me? What is truly important to me? What do I want the most? What helps me feel energized in the morning? And number four, what brings a smile to my face? I mean, let's do things in the morning that bring a smile to our face right off the bat. Okay, what is important to me? So for example, when I was in high school, sleep was the most important thing to me. I didn't wear makeup. I didn't put a ton of thought into what I wore to school. I would have my volleyball bag packed and ready the night before and lunch taken care of so I could sleep to the very last minute before I had to get off to school on time. Sleep was my priority. What is your priority? Is doing your makeup or your hair a certain way important to you? Is giving yourself plenty of time to move slowly through your routine important to you? Is making a connection with others in the morning important to you? Is making time to exercise important, right? Tailor make your morning routine to fit your needs. Toni Morrison said, wake up, show up, be present, give it everything you got. Okay, so showing up in your own way for yourself and giving it everything you got is more important than following a prescribed checklist from what someone else does with their morning routine. So get in tune with what your body needs, what your mental health needs, what your emotions need, right? And wake up, show up, be present, whatever you choose, and give it everything you've got. That's number one. Tailor make that morning routine to you. But do make a routine. Do make a routine and make it tailor-made. So number two is be realistic. When you are thinking about what things are most important to you, get a timer ready. Okay, Write down a couple of things you want to incorporate into your morning routine, things that are important to you. Remember, repetition is key. So doing something again and again transforms your identity and who you become. And I want you to literally set a timer and see how long it takes you to perform that specific task. This is something that is not my forte. I lose track of time so much. What? It took me that long to do that thing, you know? Or I think I can get 10 things done that literally are not humanly possible to get done in five minutes, right? So get a timer and actually see, oh, this is how much time it takes me to fill in the blank, whether it's take a shower, put my makeup on, get dressed, eat breakfast, whatever it is that is important to you, set a timer and get really real with how long it takes you to do that specific task. Okay, if you are like, I really want to set aside 30 minutes to do, okay, fill in the blank here. What is it? Practicing your instrument, spending time reading, you know, whatever it is, okay, start working backwards from when you have to clock in for others. When I say clock in for others, that might mean heading off to school, starting work, you know, starting your morning commute, taking care of an elderly parent or young kids. Figure out exactly what time you need to get up in the morning to complete all the things that you want to. And then ask yourself, is this doable? Is it actually doable? What needs to be cut shorter? Maybe I really don't have 
30 minutes to spend doing that thing. And I really just have 15 because I really don't want to get up at four in the morning to get all the things done I want to do, you know, whatever it is. Okay. So we're just going to evaluate, is this realistic? Is it doable? Do I need to cut something shorter? Maybe I'm going to cut that out completely and do it later on in the day. So making my routine realistic so that I actually keep doing it. That's the most important part. Showing up again and again. Number three, your morning routine starts the night before. Remember stage two of self-discipline from Atomic Habits is wanting. And we're going to set up our environment to make the things we want easier to access. So we set out what we're going to wear the next day. Or, you know what, when our kids have to get up super early to go on a family trip or an airplane flight, we even have them sleep in their clothes. Like, just take that out of the equation. Just sleep in your clothes for the next day. Let's go. Okay? Pack up that lunch the night before. Get everything organized and put into your work bag or your backpack so you're not scrambling around to try and gather everything up in the morning. If you're going swimming or biking first thing, that bag is ready to go. The gear is prepped. The tires are already blown up, right? So everything is prepped, ready for you to go the next morning. Unplug and get the rest you need to wake up at the time you want to. No matter how many times I have tried to convince myself, oh, I can just stay up till, I don't know, 2 a.m. It's fine. And then I'm going to still wake up at 6 a.m. and exercise. I don't. It doesn't. I can't. (laughs) My body doesn't support that. Okay, you might be different, right? But I just remember sleep is so important. Sleep matters. Your body is designed to reset and restore itself every night for optimal health. And we have to give what I call our night crew Time to do all the mandatory maintenance to improve our overall health, to deal with the daily stressors, and increase our longevity. So let's stop kidding ourselves that we only need four hours of sleep or five hours of sleep. It will take a toll on your body, on your mental, on your emotional state, right? So give yourself the rest you need so that you can wake up and start your morning how you want to. Number four, give yourself a gentle wake up and countdown. Why would you want to startle yourself awake? That just gets your heart racing and panic set right from the moment that you're starting your morning. That's stressful. Figure out the least amount of disturbance and noise it takes you to wake up and go with that every morning. What is the least amount of disturbance, noise that it takes you to wake up? How can you gently wake yourself up and transition into the morning instead of like a slap to the face, right? With that sound and a startle, okay? I have such a different attitude if I get myself up or if I am awoken by a screaming baby or a barking dog or, you know, whatever a horn honking outside, something going off. So I know that if I get up a little before my dog starts barking, I'm just, I'm going to be a happier person because it's my choice in getting up, not because I'm dragged out by something else. So if you're feeling annoyance 
or you're feeling startled every morning because maybe someone or something else is waking you up, consider waking yourself up even just a few minutes before that can happen. And notice if that helps change just even your attitude or the feelings that you have about getting up. And then count down and blast off. Five, four, three, two, one, get out of bed. Don't overthink it. Don't get tempted to hit the snooze button. Just get out of bed. Count it down, get out of bed. Start with your mantra, right? Feel free to stretch once you've gotten up. Repeat a mantra that puts your thoughts in the direction you want to go and then get going to whatever that first thing of your routine is that you have tailor-made for you. I want to share a mantra of a dear family friend of mine. Okay, we have a beloved friend who is a burn survivor and a double amputee. His name is Owen. He just turned 16 this past week. And since his body is over 95% covered in skin grafts, he has to receive regular skin grafting surgeries to allow his ever-growing body a chance to move normally. He has had 62 surgeries. Every one of them, painful recoveries. It is unfathomable to me the pain that this young man has had to endure in his life. What is even more unfathomable to me is the smile on Owen's face when we went to visit him the other night as he was in recovery. Owen's daily mantra has always been, it's going to be a good day. It's as simple as that. He wakes up and he's like, it's going to be a good day. And he finds a way to find the good each day. Being Owen's friend humbles me. I am reminded that if he can look for the day, the good in the day, and find joy, I absolutely can too. What mantra is going to help you set yourself up for success for the day? Is that I can do this. I've got this. It's going to be a good day. Where do you want your train of thoughts to head first thing in the morning? That leads me to number five. Don't get sucked into checking your emails or any type of social media or work texts right away. Not only is this a time sucker, but the minute you turn on a screen, you hand over your power. You allow someone else to take your train of thoughts, moving whatever direction they want you to go. So be very, very picky of where you take your mind first thing. Very small switches at the train yard tracks can literally take trains to different states and totally off course. So let's just keep the screens off while we're doing our morning routine. That helps us be present. Or if there is a specific podcast or something you love to listen to, yes, do that. It can be part of your routine, but be very picky about what media you choose to bring in first thing in the morning. Okay. I was saying that because I always listen to a podcast or inspiring words when I walk my dog. And so I do think that it can be something that helps you, you know, inspires you, empowers you. I want to be with you on your walks and in doing that for you too. Let's just be really picky about what we watch first thing in the morning, what we listen to first thing in the morning. Okay. All right. We want to be the engineer 
of our own train and take that train of thought where we want it to go. The last tip in creating a morning routine that will help you own your morning and elevate your day, make your bed. Or if you have a bedroll or a bed mat, roll up your bedding, put it away. First thing, making your bed in the morning gives you that small win, that feeling of accomplishing something. And it signals to your brain that you're ready to accomplish something else. Making your bed sounds like kind of too simple almost. But it is a small act of organizing your space and setting your pace. It might seem insignificant, but there is power in small wins. So take the easy win. Take the two minutes that it takes to make your bed every single morning. Number one, tailor fit your morning routine to fit your needs. Number two, be realistic so that it's doable so that you can repeat it again and again. Number three, start the night before and set yourself up for success. Number four, find a way to wake yourself gently and get out of bed within five seconds. Just go, just do it. Number five, don't dive into electronics first thing. Just be really picky about what you choose to digest first thing in the morning. Number six, make your bed. So I will leave those words from Toni Morrison once more with you. Wake up, show up, be present, give it everything you got. Best of luck. See you next week. so much for listening in today and being a part of my podcast ohana if what i have said resonates with you please consider subscribing to monday mindset with isha warriors or making a one-time donation to isha warriors your donation and your support makes it possible for me to bring more yoga to more teens doing more free in-person events, as well as sponsoring more teens with my online program. Isha Warriors gives teens a safe space to tap into their inner light, to develop mental toughness and emotional resilience while strengthening their physical body. It's magic. Help me bring it to more teens, y'all. And may you have a blessed day.